Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. One thing that has worked for me every day is when I wake up, my first thought in the morning is anything is possible. Anything is possible today. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech Podcast. So excited. We have your next LA startup spotlight with Food Tribe. Tribe. And Terrence is featured on another We Are LA Tech episode, which is this experimental community episode we did. So definitely be sure to check that out. We'll link to it in the show notes. In the meanwhile... Hello, Terrence. Hello, Spree. How you doing? Amazing. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm so excited for your company and everything you're doing. Let's just jump on into it. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us what is Food Tribe all about? Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, my name is Terrence Latimer. I am the founder of Food Tribe. And uh, in its current state, Food Tribe is a digital gift card and loyalty program for restaurants. Uh, We're a cause-based company. So for uh, every gift card uh, that you buy, we donate at least one meal to the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. And what inspired you to create this? Did you have a personal story connected? Uh, I mean, Food Tribe is complicated. Um, I am just a guy that likes to eat. I love, <laughs> I love going out to eat. I love trying new restaurants. I love exploring food. I'm also from Los Angeles. So that means that I like a wide range of food and I've right. been exposed to like lots of different things, you know, ever since I was a little kid and I got really frustrated because it just felt like going online and finding that next great bite to eat was super tough. Right. Um, I wasn't a big fan of like some of the restaurant review platforms that were out there and I wanted to create a solution to that. And through a lot of experimentation and blogging and soul searching and all that kind of fun stuff, I decided to start Food Tribe in 2015. Amazing. Okay. So it's been around for a while. And what's the stage of Food Tribe right now? Where is it at? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, Food Tribe originally started out as a blog, just a guy just talking about his culinary adventures in Los Angeles. Um, I took a class over at General Assembly in Santa Monica to kind of really figure out how I could take this cool brand and do something with it and uh, decided that the first way that I was going to kind of attack this problem of connecting people to restaurants was through a gift card program. Um, So the Food Tribe uh, gift card app is currently available in the app store. uh, But right now we're in the process of our really big priority, our number one priority, uh, which is our Indiegogo campaign because we want to launch a restaurant review platform. Uh, called the food tribe. So how is how is the food tribe gift card different than like the food gift cards you'd find in the grocery store? Yeah, absolutely. So with those gift cards, um, normally what happens is uh, these gift card companies partner up with the rest or with the like a restaurant or with the grocery store, and they say, hey, you know, we're going to come in and we're going to sell these gift cards on your behalf, and we're going to take our margin uh, from those gift card sales. Uh, so normally. Uh, they come in and buy gift cards from you at below value and, you know, sell them on your behalf and take their margin from there. Uh, Food Tribe's model is very similar. Um, but what makes us a little bit different is that we take a portion of our funds and we route that to the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank. 
Uh, so for um, every gift card sold, we donate at least one meal to the LA Food Bank. They've got this really great calculation worked out where uh, $1 equals four meals donated. Uh, just, just so everybody knows, like one dollar, every dollar that you donate to the Los Angeles Regional Food Bank equals four meals uh, fed to the Los Angeles community. That's that's incredible. I mean, have you found that in this process of building Food Drive, you've created a stronger connection with causes in the community and how I mean, it sounds like you weren't originally inspired by social good, but then it's that's become your main mission within Food Tribe is social good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the reason for that is multi-layered. Uh, you know, for me, uh, growing up in Los Angeles, I've lived all in all different kinds of neighborhoods. I originally was born or lived in like the Gardena area, moved to Hollywood and then, you know, kind of moved to the West side later in life in like Santa Monica and the Palisades area. And, you know, LA has got some really great neighborhoods and those neighborhoods offer like really great food. Um, I think one thing that I was really able to see what, you know, and just kind of going from these different neighborhoods in Los Angeles is, the socioeconomic status of Los Angeles is very wide ranging right. where we see this concentration of wealth and then this concentration of poverty, you know? Um, and so just kind of being somebody from Los Angeles and knowing that I wanted to start a company that was going to do some good, um, you know, social justice just kind of naturally led its way to, to food tribe. Totally. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And where in Los Angeles are you, are you based? So right now food tribe is in the Venice area. And how many people are on your team? So right now I have me, my intern Haley, who I'm working with. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got like some great partners. Uh, one of my really good friends, Shayla Mars, is a consultant. She's been helping me like crazy as far as like brand strategy and content strategy is concerned. And then uh, I've got a friend, uh, the Knit Marketing Team, which is another uh, social based company in Los Angeles. Um, they're helping me, helping me get the word out about Food Tribe. And what's your dream for Food Tribe? Food Tribe wants to connect good people to good food. Um, and that is a very ambiguous kind of goal, but in my head, uh, food tribe is a company, um, that provides like the free access of food to everybody. And why start your own business? Like why having a company is hard, right? Really hard. Yeah. It's not fun (laughs) always either. Most days. (laughs) And for me, it's, I don't have a choice. It's in my blood. I tried I'm like, why am I such a high risk taker? So I forced myself to like get a, a standard job and and I just didn't feel myself. Right. And so no matter how difficult it is to be an entrepreneur, that's just my calling. Right. How do you know this is your calling? Why make that leap? Why not just enjoy the food yourself? Why do you have to create a whole company in order to make the masses know where yeah. the good food is? No, and, and that's a great question. And I, I think that your story is very similar to mine in that, you know, I had the corporate job, uh, you know, I was making six figures a year and I noticed that my level of happiness wasn't necessarily, mm. you know, attached to that paycheck. Yeah. Um, and so what I decided to do was just kind of explore some of my different passions and see if I could create something out of that. Like I grew up in a family of hustlers, you know, like my mom was a single mom, had two kids and she always had like at least three jobs. Right. You know, my brother is an entrepreneur. He has his own company. He's been working ever since, you know, he was, I mean, he was selling candy out of his backpack in high school, you know? Um, So in my family, it was really, you know, kind of kill what you eat. If you want to accomplish something, you have to go after that. And so for me, it was, if you're not have, if you haven't achieved your happiness, it's because you haven't pursued it. Right. 
you know? Totally. And so, um, I took a, a one day course over at general assembly on finding purpose in your work. Oh, and, yeah, I love it was great. that. Do you know a smiley p- p- Oh, I'm going to brutalize his last name. The Smiley. teacher? No, I don't know, but I love that. So he was, he's a thought leader, Smiley Paswalski, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, but he taught, a cl- he taught a class on finding purpose in your work. Right. And in order to find purpose in your work, uh, you had to identify what you wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to identify uh, what your skills were. And then you had to identify... Um, I think it was the things that were going to make you happy, mm-hmm. you know, and like once you kind of combine those three things at that intersection, that's when you're going to find your purpose. And for me, it boiled down to helping people, working for myself and food. Those are three things that I love. And that's where Food Tribe started. Wait, are you saying Food Tribe started in 2015 because of a general assembly session on finding your purpose? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so after like that... That's- wild. Yeah. And then after that, I immediately took a product management course over at General Assembly. Who was the teacher? Chris Graham. Oh, I don't know Chris. I, I thought you were going to say Corey J. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know Corey, but believe it or not, Chris Graham and I, so he was my professor and he worked for my company at the times, their sister, or he, he worked for my sister company. The, uh, the corporate company. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I showed up to my first day of class and I'm like, yo, I know this guy, you know, <laughs> which is so crazy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. What a cool story. And why, I know you mentioned you're from LA. Where in LA are you from? So, and that's the thing I've bounced around ever since I was a kid. Uh, I was born in Gardena. Uh, we lived in Hollywood for a bit. We lived in like mid city, mid Wilshire area. Uh, we moved to, uh, Brentwood and li- grew up in the Palisades, went to high school and junior high in the Palisades and then lived in uh, Playa Del Rey for a little bit. I mean, I was gonna say why LA and not another startup city. This is my town. Yeah. You know, I mean, born and raised here. Um, I mean, LA is exciting because of the startup culture. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that there offers like a lot of opportunity. And then also for me, you know, just kind of going back to that whole social justice component, right. there is a lot of opportunity to improve LA. There's a lot of like disparity and, and, and things that can be improved. And so, you know, as a son of Los Angeles, it's kind of my job to come back and say, Hey, I want to make my city better. I love that. I love that. I'm born and raised in LA too. Yeah, so that's yeah. really cool. Um, how has LA, the ecosystem here, helped support you in your growth and accelerate your success with Food Tribe? Yeah. Um, I definitely think the, the fact that Los Angeles is a super large market is, you know, obviously number one. Uh, Food Tribe's our customer base are restaurants, you know, like that's who we're, we are in the business of servicing. And they're like Ellie's food scene is incredible. Um, you know, you have like really like high end restaurants and, you know, small hole in the wall kind of places right. and Food Tribe wants to service all of them. So I definitely think that that's number one. Uh, the startup culture is there. And then also I think that there is a, a big community for uh, people of color and technology in Los Angeles, which is something Amen. that's super important for me. So, yeah. yeah. So diversity is really important for me too, not because it's like the trendy topic, like women in tech is trendy right now. I think, um, I feel so blessed that I'm allowed by the universe to have this platform of sharing people's stories. And I want to do all that I can to express gratitude. Mm-hmm. And in that, I think part of my responsibility is to hear where there's holes in the system or in specific industries, and then just do my part to embrace and create opportunity. Right. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I think that, that, that goes back to the whole purpose thing though, right? You know, it's like once you started figuring out like what your purpose is, and yeah. it sounds like your purpose is to help people 
then you start to go after that. And yeah. I think what's also super interesting about that, and you'll see that oftentimes in entrepreneurship is your motivations are a lot of the times aligned with all these other people's right. motivations right. and you're just the missing link right. to kind of help all these other people. Totally. You know, which totally. is great. So. I mean, the whole reason why <laughs> I produce and host the women in tech podcast is because I, I wanted to create an example of what's possible in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, if you want to be an engineer or don't, or want to be in tech or don't neither here nor there, but at least I wanted there to be a positive piece of content to show you what's possible so that if it does interest you, you have a path to right. walk now. I'm not into forcing someone to be something that they don't want to be or encourage it. You know, it's all about just, we can only achieve that which we believe to be possible. Right. Right. So therefore there needs to be more example of possibilities. So let me ask you a question. I'm just going to yeah, flip sure. it on you. Yeah. So who is, who is your trailblazer? Like who was it that gave you the courage to say, cause I, I read your profile. I know uh -huh. you got like 10 Thanks. side hustles, you know, <laughs> like what, who was the person or who were the people that said, Hey, like Esprit, you are capable of accomplishing these cool things. Um, that's a complicated question. Uh -oh. I think a couple things. My love for technology came, I'm going to answer in a, in a kind of roundabout way. My love for technology came from my father being an early adopter. My believing in the impossible came from my mom because she would say things like every no leads to a yes, you know, <laughs> statements like that. But I feel my true mentor, it's a person in a thing. Okay. Montserrat Fontes, my uh, high school journalism teacher, would not take any of my shit and forced me to push beyond my boundaries. I was uh, a high school journalist. I've been a journalist my whole life as editors of, of the feature paper. And she'd forced me to call movie companies to set up interviews with actors and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was so scared for your high school paper. Yeah. And my wow. nickname was press kit. <laughs> and uh, I was so scared. I remember one of them was like Ethan Hawke and I was just like really scared. And she's like, I don't care. Call them, you know, <laughs> like I don't care how scared you are. Deal with Go it. Like, it. you know, and so between her and then I have failed so much hmm. And I'm a survivor. So from every failure and not right away, you know, it's been really painful. Uh, I, all these people that say, oh, just deal with the failure. No, it fucking sucks. Yeah. But I've taken failure as much as possible. And I've used failure to be my mentor, how to make new choices. Mm -hmm. And so between my mom showing me, essentially my mom allowing me to believe in the delusional as possible <laughs> <laughs> And my dad, you know, gathering my interest in technology and then Montserrat Font is not taking my shit and pushing me beyond my own limits. And uh, and just for whatever reason, I was born a survivor. So using all that failure to mentor me, that's that's kind of my answer. Is that fair? No, is that that's, I mean, and I think that that is a great answer. I think that what you said, which is very similar to like a lot of different entrepreneurs is. It's like there's circumstance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who else gave you those kind of parents that like, you know, kind of put those things inside of you. Yeah. You know, there was like your own personality, you develop, you understanding like, Hey, like failure is a part of the process, but it's not going to keep me down. It's going to keep me going. I mean, that wasn't right away. Right. I was down for for the count for a while and like did not want to get out of bed. But where are you at now? No, but you know what the beauty is in having life hardships? I was depressed for two years after my second company failed. And I'm so grateful for that experience because it enables me to feel more compassion hmm. for a wider range of people. 
it's not that right away, right. It's, you know, it, it's how we process everything over time. And as long as at the end of the day, at least for me, that I'm still taking steps forward, mm-hmm. I'm successful. Absolutely. Anyone can end up in rough shape. So it's about a choice on how we want to move forward. Right. How are we going to overcome? It's like everything is about a mindset. Right. The mindset is what keeps you successful. It's not the outward things because you can't always control that. But the mindset, and sometimes it feels like you can't even control your mindset, but you could Make new choice every single second of every day is an opportunity to make a new choice. Now I'm kind of like preaching now, but this is good. Going through five months of severe pain in 2016 was such an amazing teacher Hmm. about creating space, about creating boundaries, about uh, choosing a mindset in order to survive. And I'm telling you, every everything is about mindset. I had a doctor that said I would have to have operation on my back or whatever. I was like, you know what? I'm 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 going to heal myself. And I did. And but it didn't happen overnight. And it was about that, at least for me and everybody has a different situation. But it was about having the mindset of what can I do every day? Can I get out of bed right now? Sometimes you need to listen to those TED Talks and all that, you know, be be corny, super cheesy. All right. So. Last year, I got into meditating. So oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Do you use Headspace or anything like that? I was doing Headspace for a little bit, yeah. but I got this book called uh, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. Oh, cool. And Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. Yeah, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. I, I read that book and that was just kind of like my first foray into meditating. And the reason why meditating is so good is it's all about clearing your mind. Yeah. Right. You know, and like taking your mind down to this level where you're just like, all right, this stuff is serious, but it's not that serious. Like I'm still breathing right now. Totally. Um, But that has turned into, you know, so I try to, I meditate as often as I can try to do like, you know, 15 to 30 minute meditations throughout the week. But one thing that has worked for me every day is when I wake up, my first thought in the morning is anything is possible. Oh, I love it. Anything is possible today. Yeah. And, and it's corny, but no, it's true. Telling yourself in the morning that I can literally do anything that I want. If I give it the time, the energy, you know, whatever, Totally. you know, it just changes the way that you face. Okay. So let's get back on topic. And for food tribe in helping food tribe, this has been super fun. Like, (laughs) I hope you guys have enjoyed this too. I really enjoyed it. Um, what event in LA tech or a resource here in the city, um, is just, you have to like check it out. You have to go to, or you have to utilize, or you have to check out what, what resource or event is that for you? What really got me started was signing up for blacks and technology, uh, that meetup group. They're great. And and the thing about them is that they're just dialed in with like all the different communities. So like GA, I've gotten recommended like GA and cross campus and all sorts of stuff with those guys. Amazing. So yeah. And you know what? Our fabulous social media teammate, Danielle, she'll do some like rad Instagram work that we can feature on uh, the We Are Late Tech Insta. Nice. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Yes. Okay. So oh, awesome resource. And then if you had, and I know you were talking about this on the other interview that we shot, if you had one ask of the community, something they could do to help you accelerate your success. What would that Absolutely. ask be? So depending on when this airs or uh, when this podcast airs, the number one thing that you can do for Food Tribe is um, definitely donate to our Indiegogo campaign. Our crowdfunding campaign is currently live on Indiegogo. It's called uh, hashtag join the tribe. If you want to donate eight bucks, we did this math earlier. If you <laughs> get a thousand people to donate $8, our campaign will be fully funded. Um, but outside of that, 
it is definitely like engaging with Food Tribe on social media. Uh, you know, we're looking to build up a community of passionate foodies and people that are interested in different food related causes specific to Los Angeles. Um, so if you want to follow us on all of our channels, we are Food Tribe USA. That's F O O D. T-R-I-B-E USA. Uh, we definitely would love to connect with you. We're going to be putting out some like really great content and videos and photos and stuff, but definitely, you know, want to start creating conversations with our biggest fans. Amazing. Yeah. And how can people connect with you? Yeah, definitely on social media, um, Food Tribe USA. Um, and then also check out our website, uh, foodtribeusa.co. But how can they connect with you directly? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad, guys. <laughs> uh, so feel free to uh, connect with me on social media. My uh, 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 Twitter and Instagram handle is is King Terentius, K-I-N-G-T-E-R-E-N-T-I-U-S, or uh, feel free to uh, drop me a note at Terrence, that's T-E-R-E-N-C-E, at foodtribeusa.co, and I'll be sure to get back to you. Amazing. <laughs> and then I suggested even have the PayPal uh, dot me slash food tribe link. So even if it's after the Indiegogo campaign, because you never know what happens, right. uh, people can still contribute that $8 and support you in achieving your dream, which actually helps other people further their lives because all your work is related to social good and cause based as Absolutely. well, um, which I think is really lovely. It's like the give just keeps on giving. Absolutely. And that's food tribes mission, right? Like we want foodies to help other foodies. And that's what this community is about. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being on the We Are Tech podcast. This was awesome. I had a lot of fun. Yay. (laughs) If you guys want to connect with more incredible people like Terrence, remember that you could join the We Are LA Tech Experience Club. Go to wearelatech.com slash club. That's wearelatech.com slash club. Or you can go to wearelatech.com slash VIP if you want to keep it digital. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. And that's the private chat group. We have over 800 awesome people chatting away and looking forward to supporting you in your success. I will talk to you guys, hear you guys, speak to you guys in the next episode. Bye. When I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code. But my dad wasn't a coder. He was a businessman. And I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now, like, this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code, too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.